is going on, everybody? Welcome What's back. Up? Hey, hey. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of the Ultra Running News Network. Yes, we are still here. We're not going anywhere. <laughs> still going, baby. <laughs> Hanging strong. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, what's going on, Johnny? Not a lot. Just kind of hanging out, uh, you know, enjoying some weirdly halfway decent okay weather in Ohio, like upper up mid to upper 30s. So, yeah, you remember those days. It's like, oh, shit, yep. that's like shorts weather right there. Yep. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So how about how about you? What's going on? Yeah, we also have some pretty good weather. It's been in the 60s. Uh, last few days, um, but it, uh, it's been raining all day today, so temperatures are, are dropping back down and into the 50s. You know, <laughs> oh, <laughs> we don't vary oh. too much. Yeah. So, uh, but anyway, um, all right. Well, we got some stuff to go over today. We have some race results from last weekend, and we have. Uh, <clears throat> We can talk about some races that are that are coming up. We can go over ultra running magazines, uh, old school ultra series, and uh, we got a little explanation from the most tenacious uh, data awards <laughs> winner from Ultra Sign Up, and uh, got an article about Luis Escobar, and uh, he's a famous uh, photographer for, for ultra running and uh, also some new, new uh, ultra running films are out one by Jeff Peltier uh, and another one by Billy Yang. So we'll just briefly say what, what's up with those. And there's also a, uh, a new webinar series for, for race director or not new. I think that started last year, but, but it is free. So we'll go over that. If any of our race directing friends or aspiring race directing friends are listening, um, and we'll close the show out with a, a funny little antidote. Like, was it last episode? We had a chain smoking marathoner dropping a <laughs> dropping a three three thirty marathon chain smoking. But this this week we have something a little different, but equally as weird. Uh, so, all right. <clears throat> Let's let's go ahead and get into some race results, and uh, we're gonna start start off with uh, uh, Mountain Mist. So the uh, Mountain Mist is one of these older older school ultra races. Uh, it's in Huntsville, see, Alabama. See what you did there. See what you did there. A little foreshadowing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I figured it would be a good, a good uh, thing to start off with. Yeah, because uh, this is one of the races that they do talk about. So don't don't give it away. Don't give it away. <laughs> and uh, so this race, Mountain Mist, it's in Huntsville, Alabama. This was its thirtieth year, right? So started in the nineties uh, when we were still in high school. <laughs> um, uh, uh. Oh, not, 94? Not, 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 okay, 94. I'm good. I'm good. I'm still in high school. I'm still in high school in 94. Yeah. <laughs> what, what year is that for you? 94 is my 
my sophomore year. Soft, yeah, sophomore. I sophomore guess yeah. Year. Sophomore, yeah. junior, kind of depends, right? Is that right? Yeah. Because then 94, Gradu 95, yeah. Graduated in 96. So. Same but, here, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> anywho, um, anywho. <laughs> yeah, enough about our, our high school yeah. days. Uh, so the, the race uh, this year uh, had some heavy rain and severe mud. And this is already kind of a technical course from my understanding. Uh, they have a lot of – it's a very rocky – uh, mountain trails, creek crossings, and and just shy of 4,000 feet of climbing. Um, they do say there's a vertical a vertical climb on the course that requires the use of your upper body. Um, <laughs> I love that kind of stuff. Yeah, so yeah. we know we know a race that that used to have a similar. Or, oh my God! Yeah. Well, well, he can win hundred. Still has a similar uh, route climb, right? Only one time, though, right? Correct. Uh, yeah. The it used to be two times through there. Now they might have reduced it to one. I think they reduced it to one. I think there's even talk of taking that one out because, like, the, yeah. the second time you go through the Enchanted Valley, you are right. <laughs> you're 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 pretty spent. Like it is. So yeah. It is kind of like. It's a little wonky. Yeah, but that was always a fun, fun thing to it do. Was. It was. Um, I, I missed it being in the forget the PR 50K too. That, that yeah. Was, that was cool. But uh, yeah, so that's on this course, Mountain Mist. And uh, so to go to the results of the race for this year, first place was one, one of the writers for Ultra Running Magazine, uh, Jeffrey Stern. And he's a, actually a Bay Area, a Bay Area uh, resident and uh, runner, and he finished in four hours and thirteen minutes. So he took first place. He's from Mill that's, Valley. That's flying four thirteen on a fifty k. That that's technical. You know what I mean? Like that yeah, is, yeah, yeah. No, dude, he's. That is getting it. That is absolutely getting it. Yeah, he's he's a solid runner, um, and uh, he actually puts or well, last year Ultra Running Magazine took over this race that was in the Bay Area for many years, and then uh, the Tamalpa 50K. It's in the fall, and they quit doing the Tamalpa 50K. It was one of these old school races. So Ultra Running Magazine decided to start putting it on again, and Jeffrey Stern is the race director <clears throat> for for that one. So kind of a cool event. So he seems like a pretty cool guy. And then the first place female at Mountain Mist, which surprising, there's quite a few males ahead of the first place female. Um, Deanna Dwayne. And she finished in five hours and fifty-two minutes. There was thirty-six males ahead of ahead of her at Mountain Mist. Cool. So wait, what was the winning time for the for for the guys? Uh, four thirteen. Okay, so four thirteen. Okay, so like that dude just like yeah, that is like a ridiculously fast fifty k. And then first place women was five five fifty-two. So 
like an hour and 40 some odd minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Quite a, quite a difference there. Yeah. But um, I, mean, that, I, I think but that yeah, was, on, a, on a day when this seemed to be a lot of mud and rocks, you know, like yeah. I'm sure the rocks were slippery and just probably technical. So I think that really speaks to how fast the first place dude was like that. Like that's, that's blistering. That is flying. Yeah. So. He's, he's been around for a while too. He's uh let's see. Oh, he's 36, but I think he's been in an ultra running for quite a while. Uh, new moving on to the next race. <laughs> this is one that I have a, uh, a hate, Love, love hate, hate relationship with maybe <laughs> maybe a, a hate hate relationship yeah. with uh, Sean O'Brien, hundred k. They also have a fifty mile and a fifty k. This race is in Southern California, like uh, in the L.A. area. It's it's in like the the mountains there and by Malibu. Mm-hmm. And the the course it has some technical spots, but for the most part, it's not really very technical. It does have a lot of climbing and it can be very hot. Uh, so the hundred K has over 13,000 feet of climbing. And when I did it, it was very strict cutoffs. And this is an early season 50 K obviously it was in January, right? Or hundred K. I mean, it's in, in January. So, um, and so when I did this race, I had only had one, well, I had two DNFs prior to that, both in 100 milers. And I got to this race in February of 2020, right before, uh, right oh, before yeah. COVID, right before yeah. the world world shut down, yeah. like a couple of weeks, couple of weeks before the world shut down. Um, I didn't really know what to expect because I knew the cutoffs were kind of strict, right? So I had a great start. I was running with Sean and Rom and then there's this huge climb and I'll, <clears throat> oops. I love the fact for the folks who are listening to this on the podcast, allow me to highly encourage you to at some point over the weekend or at some point, just jump on YouTube and, and just listen. Don't you even have to listen to the whole thing. Just, 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 Drag the cursor to the ten forty five mark. <laughs> Just you've got to see this topo. This thing is absolutely redunculous. So, yeah, good point. Good point. So the race starts out, you know, crosses this this river right here, like two miles in, which is it was a very flat, fast flowing river, and you yeah. had to you had to wait in this long line. Like we waited there forever to cross. Uh, it was a pretty dangerous crossing. So you couldn't just like, some people were like kind of flanking out and, and I don't know, like trying to kill themselves. But yeah. Anyways, that first climb is pretty uneventful, whatever. Uh, then you have this huge downhill and you get in there. Um, that's at like the 21 mile mark when you get to the bottom of that huge downhill. And then you have this, this long climb, right? For 11 miles, you go up, 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 and then you drop pretty steep drop down. And then you go up, 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 up. Uh, that's a huge climb up to the 50 K mark. And in that climb, 
it was it got to be hot and I don't know what happened to me, but I just lost it. Like I I uh I was hurting bad. Like yeah. Sean and Sean and Rom, they were just gone. And uh and I got to the top of that climb, and that's an eleven mile section without water. Yeah. And I got luckily I had a three liter bladder and I had filled it up because when I got to the top of that climb and it was hot, they ran out of water at that aid station. Oh. And they oh. they did have they did have some ice. So I got some ice and luckily I had water left because I had a three liter bladder that I filled yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. And so I got ice in there. So I had like ice water, but other people were leaving out of there with nothing. I was oh. like, nothing but maybe some ice, right? But I was hurting and dragging and dragging and um I just I just never came around and yeah. I couldn't snap out of it. And I got to mile uh 45, the aid station there, and I missed cut off by like five minutes. So I had to drop down to the 50 miler. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So I did that and I finished. Um and the cutoffs were very strict back then. Like you had to finish the race in 16 hours, hundred K with 13,000 plus feet of climbing. Dang. Yeah. Now, now, all right, but hold on. For our listeners who are not West Coasters, don't lie, Jamie. <laughs> don't lie. Those are some buffed out, like no roots, no rocks, like two foot wide, cushy trail to, to shuffle down, correct? <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> well, the, the first, okay, the first, like, I would say like the first five or six miles is pretty technical. Yeah. Um, but then it is some fire roads, pretty yeah. buffed out fire roads. And the single track is, is pretty nice. Like, yeah, it's not, it's not very technical except for the, the first and last, like, I don't know, five to seven miles. We're like double on either end. Right. So yeah. Yeah. Maybe 12, maybe, maybe 15 miles of, of technical stuff. And yeah. Then, a lot of non-technical stuff, but yeah, but still, 16, though, still yeah. 16 hours on a hundred K with that kind of, I'm just busting your ball. Like, yeah, that is like, yeah, that, yeah. Like, that is, that's brutal, man. That is like, you are, you're, I mean, you're, I, I mean, well, I don't know. Maybe, maybe people better than me are not, but for me, like I'm leaning into that. Like that is me <laughs> leaning in like, like redlining all hundred K of that probably like, Killing yeah, myself I, I think the cutoffs are a little more uh, lenient now. I think it's 16 and a half hours for the state's qualifier and 17 and a half hours uh, to finish. They've changed it up, I think. But I do like how if you don't make the cutoff, to, instead of just like DNF and you, they drop you to a, the lesser distance. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. That's, that's a pretty solid move. I yeah. also like, and again, for those of you who are not, on the YouTube channel, no harm, no foul. Enjoy the podcast. The other thing that's really funny about this particular race is that when you, after you bomb a big downhill and your quads are nice and tired, uh, there's no rest for the weary. It is right back into climbing. Like a lot of times, yeah. like you'll bomb, and like at least you can run like a flat area after the, the downhill. Not this one. Like it's down and like, nah, fam, we're going right back up. It's the only exception that is like back on the back, like. 
kind of late in the yeah. race after a big downhill. But yeah, dude, this is a brutal race. This is a brutal race. It's tough. It's really tough. I mean, no doubt about it. And the weather. So it's like it's it's below freezing when you start, and then it can get up in the seventies, eighties, and and like full sun during the day. So because it's in the mountains, it, you said east. It's in the mountains east of LA, right? It's like yeah, it's north. It's it's north, yeah, northeast of LA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of interesting to you. You had made a comment how this is an early season ultra. Yeah. And shoot, man, we go way back to one of our first episodes. We talked about this. There is almost no early or late season anymore. Like stuff is just going year round. Yeah, it's kind of interesting because you have like you know Arizona races, SoCal races. I mean, shit, look at the Yahoo's down there in Georgia. I mean, they're running stuff in like in Florida. They're, they're running stuff. Florida's in like, full on right now. Yeah, man. And it's like they're running stuff in like so like to them, they're like, Well, what are you talking about? It's it's early season. It's been running season for us. Three sixty five, baby. Let's yeah. go. You know, so yeah. it is interesting. Like I, I think that if I ever worked up the Moxie to try this race, it would it would snatch my soul. It, this would snatch my soul way more than Muck did. And you are firsthand witness yeah. to watching Muck just like absolutely yeah. kick off. Like it, it turned me into buttermilk. It yeah. destroyed me. I will say it's a cool race though. And there, you do get some pretty big names running it. It used to be, uh, this used to be a golden ticket race actually. Crazy, um, man. They're leaving. They're leaving so many cool races off now. I know we I know. talked about this on previous. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so many cool races being left off from that because of. Yeah. Because of their choices, it is what it is. You know, I mean, it's their, it's their business to run how yeah. they want to run it. But and I like this race that, because it it's it's put on by by a small race company. You know, this, yeah. Uh, this a female race director and uh, yeah, it's just. It's a cool, it's a cool race, but yeah. so as you know, so in the morning and at night, it's below freezing temperatures. Just the last little story I got to tell about this race. So I was dying. Sean and Ron were going to go ahead of me. I told him to go and I'm like, I'm going to finish after you here. So you take the keys to the rental car. <laughs> okay. Well, they made the cutoff barely. At mile oh 50, no! And they continue on to this out and back section for the hundred k. Yeah, I get dropped to the fifty miler. Yeah, I go down to the finish. Yeah, so I finish two hours before they do, oh. or two and a half hours. And all I have is a long sleeve uh, tech shirt, and oh. luckily I had some gloves, but that didn't even help. I mean, no. I was freezing, and there was no. There was no uh, warm building or anything to go into. It was just like outside at this park. And no. I'm sitting there at this picnic table just shivering violently for no, no, like no fire, no fire drums, no nothing. To... No fire. Um, oh. uh, was it? They were cooking some food or something. So I was like kind of standing. <laughs> I was kind of stand by the grill for a little while. <laughs> Until they, they told me to move along. Like, I stand by the grill <laughs> trying to get warm. Sir, like, sir, you're dripping sweat on our feet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, that is so, awesome. But anyway, uh, I, anyway, sorry. I'm just, uh, 
I love I thought it. it was wor- worthy of telling the story. Yeah, heck yeah, it is. Oh, <laughs> I, I was like, God dang, I should not have given him the keys. No, that is all-time bad luck. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. So first place at this race, an impressive time of 10 hours, uh, mm. Max Jolief. And if it gives you any indication of how good that is, Ian Sharman, ultra runner elite Ian Sharman, finished an hour and 24 minutes later in second place. Damn. Yeah. Damn. So that dude, like that dude just caught lightning in a bottle, man. Like that's. Yeah. And there's been some fast times over the years at this race, sub nine hour, but. Yeah. um, But still that, you know, 10 hours is, it's no joke. And first place female, which which was fourth place overall is, uh, is Kenzie McPhail from cool California and she finished in 11 hours and 59 minutes. Cool is right, right by Auburn. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, congrats to them. Uh, tough race, fun race though. If, if you ever, you ever want to do a February one, I mean, you could even do, we could do the 50 miler, you know, we didn't even, don't even have to do the hundred K, but I need to get revenge on that hundred K. <laughs> Dude. I, I'm just saying, man, like I, you and I talk about this all the time. Like there are so many races that you can easily like, hey yo, like vacation race, and as long as I can, you know, talk the boss lady into like, let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely. We we uh we definitely need to talk more about that because it's it's fun. Um. All right. Next race we're gonna look at is Orcas Island Fifty. This is another one of those classic races too that. Um, that you always hear a lot about put on by rain shadow running, who is a race company in Washington. They, they put on some pretty awesome races. And, uh, I think that's, uh, oh, what's his name? I can't think of the name of the, uh, guy that, that runs rain shadow running, but James Varner, I think is his name. He is awesome dude. He's, he's hilarious. He, uh, he used to be the host of the the trail running film festival during COVID. Mm-hmm. They, during COVID, they started doing it virtual, virtual yeah. trail running film festival, and he was like one of the hosts, and he was just awesome. So uh, cool guy. I'm pretty sure he he runs Rain Shadow Running or or is one of the race directors. But um, so, anyways, Orcas Island. It's on an island. Go figure. Uh, <laughs> uh, but from the pictures of it, it looks really cool. Uh, this race. It's just Rumor, rumors is you can see orcas off from the island too. <laughs> There's some snow. Uh, they also have a they have a hundred miler in February. I've heard that that hundred miler is uh. That yep. photo right there is that you know, you know who that is, right? That, that's what that, that's who is Lee I, Connor. I, actually, yes, that's Lee Connor. For the okay, I keep forgetting that not everyone, like the vast majority of people, are listening to this. Um, yes, I've heard like she has actually talked about this. Like, this is a, uh, a meat grinder of a race. Like, this Orcas Island is not an easy hundred at all. Like, I, I've heard a hundred is quite difficult, looks beautiful though. It does. It does. Um, Ugh, those stairs right there. 
I just had an absolute shiver of thinking about falling down those things. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'm not really sure the stats. Oh, yeah, dude, this is hard. Look at the yeah. the, the 50k elevation gain, 8,500 feet. Dude. Yeah. Damn. That's, that's no joke of a of a 50. Damn, dude. That's like they might as well just like that. Sounds like the race starts at like zero and like oh. There's the 30 mile mark, 8,500 <laughs> feet up. Go get it. You know what I mean? Like, damn. Yeah. So, like, how do you get 8,500 feet in a 50k? Like, that is. Yeah, I mean, <sighs> I mean, it's it's getting close to the sky race. You know, 10,000 feet mark. Yeah. Um, it's it's a tough race. So, uh, another one that I would actually like to travel to yeah. sometime. But uh, okay, let's look at the results here. First place, um, first place male, Lon Freeman, 49 years old. Awesome. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Five hours and 12 minutes. And Taylor Nolan, who's the first place female, uh, five hours and 30 minutes. So not too far behind Lon. And yeah, right behind him. Taylor Nolan is actually a writer. She writes articles for... Uh, I don't know if it's I run far or if it's for uh, the American trail running association or ultra running magazine. It's one of those. I, yeah, I do see articles yeah. from her from time to time. Cause I'm on these RSS feeds where I get articles in. Yeah. But, but anyways, she's a, she's in the multimedia space of ultra running um, and apparently a, a heck of an ultra runner. So, all right. Next race is another one that I've actually done. I've done the 50, I did the 50K at, um, in 2019. It was the second race that I ever did after we moved out here. And this one is, is Fort Ord Trail Runs. So there's a, a 50K uh, and a 50 mile this year. They used to have a 100K, but. For some reason, I don't think they're doing the 100K anymore. Uh, so it's like 50 mile, 50K, and then there's some other distances. But uh, this is a cool race. It's early season. It's in Mon near Monterey, um, mm. which is where like Pebble Beach is. But this is a little bit east of there at an old military base, Fort Ord. And it's this huge area. I mean, it's very expansive. And there is just trails everywhere. Um, it's a pretty cool place to run. I've ran down there a few times. I was down there for work. I went on some runs and then I ran this race, the 50 K. Um, so it's some pretty cool views and, uh, well, I'm not gonna, not gonna go through all those pictures, but, but anyway, uh, you can kind of see the views just from, yeah, from this page and it's not very technical and, uh, and it's not too extremely hilly. I think the 50K has 4,500 feet of climb. And yeah. uh, I'm not sure about the 50 miler, but it's not not too hilly. It's very rolling terrain. And uh, it's a, just a fun race. And um, let's see. So this year, like I said, they did the 50 mile. First place was <clears throat> Kevin Stewart from Gilroy. Which is uh, the garlic capital of the world? Hey <laughs> and uh, he had, 
his 50 mile time was six hours and 52 minutes. So that's definitely pretty fast. <laughs> that is definitely fast. Uh, first place female, Jenny Jackix from Monterey in nine hours and 33 minutes. So just running in our backyard. That's right. That's right. And then for the 50K, Matt Ledoux, first place from Monterey, uh, four hours and 41 minutes. And first place female, Emily Flynn from Norfolk. They don't put the state here, so I'm wondering. I'm guessing yeah, it's Nor Virginia? Norfolk, Virginia. I don't know. Like, good on her for one out there. Like, like, like you know, she, like, she's running flat. It gets flat, yeah, yeah. flat around there. You know what I mean? Like, yep, no doubt. I did a 50k in Vir Virginia near Virginia Beach one time. It was that was pretty flat. Yeah, technical though. Um, but anyways, she finished in five hours. So actually, only 19 minutes after first place. Nice. So, yeah, cool, cool race there. Um, okay. Oop, let, me, uh, let me share. So I have a question about this race that you might, I don't know, you might want to comment on, but <laughs> there's a race in Florida called This Ain't Your Mama's 50K and Trail <laughs> Marathon. Feels very weird, doesn't it? So, doesn't feels Rob Carroll from Ohio have a race series called Not Your Mamas? So he did, and like he had races, Not Your Mamas, and like he had a whole race series, fifty k's, fifty milers. I mean, dude, there for a little while, like that hundred miler, Not Your Mama's hundred miler, was uh, like f. F Mohican, like it was the hardest hundred miler in Ohio. Like it went up and down Sugarloaf multiple times and just snatched people's souls. Uh, yeah. As a matter of fact, one of Rob Carroll's races is the only DNF a mutual friend of ours has in his belt. <laughs> and he was just like, oh, "Yeah, this ain't fun. I'm done." <laughs> he was like, "This, this sucks." And I think he was in second one year. He's like, "I don't know if he's in second. But he was like. He was doing good. He's like, ah, oh, yeah, f this nonsense. I'm done. Rd, like, that's, huh? Rd, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it's just like he's like, this is bullshit. Yeah. Uh, so like, I, I don't know. I saw this also, and I'm like, dude, no way. And so, listen, there's three things, right? Either a, Rob moved down there. B, these folks just like straight <laughs> snatch this dude's stuff. Or C sheer coincidence right like oops happenstance like they thought it was a clever name also but like it is very very similar like name like it's the same name it's the same now uh also knowing rob carroll you know a little bit this is not his tone you know what i mean like yeah like this isn't really his style like the, the sombrero and all this kind of stuff and yeah. like that's not really his jam yeah. uh, so i don't know I don't know. I'm guessing this is not, it's, not I think it's related to, to his. It is super coincidental. Uh, yeah. I, I just want to re-echo. <laughs> some of his races were, honest to God, some of the hardest races in Ohio. Like I've I heard that. Dude, his races were sadistic. He I, like What's funny is 
he actually came back and um I mean, it's not much more than four years ago. It, it couldn't have been. It, I can't remember if it's right before COVID or right after COVID. He did a race around, like, is it called Hargis Lake or something like that? There's, like, this itty-bitty lake down around Circleville. And he did a race that was essentially around that. And even it was, like, just stupid. It was just, like, it's, like, mind. Like, like it was just, like, <laughs> the, the, the mentalness of, like, going around this lake. Uh, wow. so yeah, I keep anyways, I, I, yeah, this is, this is a very interesting one. Yeah. I, I, uh, I just, it, the name caught my eye and I know for sure. Carol for sure. had a couple of those races, but, uh, let's see. First place overall, this ain't your mama, ain't your mama's 50 K and trail marathon. Uh, Violetta Yaslovskaya. Uh, first place overall, first place female, four hours and 20 minutes. First place male, Carlos Canelones, third, four hours and 38 minutes. So I just want to go back. Like, I'm really stuck on this now, though. Like, these guys, are like, this ain't your mama's 50K. 30, 39 finishers. Yeah. Like, like, why is this not my mama's 50K? Like, why not? Yeah. Uh, cause, cause oh, I can, I can go you, back. Because I can sure shit tell you why Rob's wasn't. It's because right. it would have broke your mom. It would have shattered your mom's hip. Like yeah. all of his stuff was crazy. Yeah, exactly. So uh, don't take yourself so seriously. Uh, Pioneer Trail. Jennings State Forest in Middleburg, Florida, hidden gem, well-maintained, mostly single yeah. track. Yeah. It's just few so waterfalls, funny. walkover stream crossings. Like, it doesn't seem like this is super no. technical. And, like, I guess maybe, like, not your mama. It's, like, in my mind, I am, like, I will forever, like, associate that with Rob. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. And so in my head, I'm like, this is the stupidest shit ever. But in my <laughs> head, in my head, I'm doing like this like cage match of like this one and Rob's and like Rob's is just like bludgeoning this one to death. Like it's just like <laughs> like it's just like it's like like I don't know why. Like I can't help but think about how much uh different. But I mean at the end of the day, kudos for like if this place is a hidden gym. It's a two-edged sword, right? Kudos for them for bringing awareness to it. That's, that's super awesome. People are getting out and getting into yeah. the world. Super awesome. Also, people who do know about it and who recognize it being a hidden gym are probably like, damn you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Introducing people to it. Like, ah. Right, right. Yeah, it's it's a yeah, it's a catch-22, really. All right. Now, the last thing I want to share about results was um, – Actually, and this just came in today, so kind of breaking news. This ski mountaineer who happens oh, to also yeah. be an ultra runner yes. set the 24-hour vertical gain record uh, scheme. So basically climbing up, climbing up a mountain with skis and seeing how much vert you can get in 24 hours and so the re <laughs> horrible <laughs> the record horrible. 
the record was the last record was set in 2019 by none other than Killian Jornet. Yeah. Uh, 77,053 feet. Okay. So on at some point in January, just recently, Jacob Herman skied uphill to the top of a run at Radstadt, his home ski resort in Austria, for the 34th consecutive time in 24 hours. In doing so, Herman had climbed a total of 79,534 vertical feet, setting the new record. So pretty much 80,000 feet of climbing in 24 hours. Like, what? How? On skis. On skis. Like I, I, I get it. Like uh not not running, I get it, we hear you, but still, yo, like what are we talking about? It's gotta be harder than running because uh, you got skis on. <laughs> it's insane. I don't even know. Like I don't know. I don't know how how that's possible. Yeah. But he did it. Two point seven four Mount Everest in twenty four hours. So, yeah, <laughs> that that is that's it right there. He went up Mount he went up Mount Everest from sea level. From sea level, he went up Mount Everest two and three quarter times in twenty four hours. Yeah. Like that is a hard thing to wrap your head around. Period. Yeah. But like that is absolutely bonkers. Without a doubt. <laughs> Without a doubt. So, yeah, congrats to him, I guess. <laughs> I, I, I guess. I don't even know what to say to that. <laughs> All right. Let's let's uh, let's talk about old school ultras. I this love is, this. I love this. This is super cool. Ultra Running Magazine uh, is, is, is doing this um, race series. Looks like they may have done it in the past. Or maybe not. But they actually define what is old school. And they start out by saying old school ultras keep us coming back year after year. Every runner is welcome at aid stations and finish lines by a community that embraces the culture of ultra running. What is the culture of ultra running? Some might say it's a celebration of the final finishers or the volunteers who return to a race each year to spend their time supporting runners. Whatever it is, these races have it. Um, so ultra running magazine wants to recognize these races that embraces runners, volunteers, and the community. Uh, they've hand-selected a group of ultra marathons that celebrate the race culture cultivated by the support of ultra and old school ultras. Like when I when I hear that that definition, I immediately think of forget the PR. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, ultra running magazine defines old school as a race with the following: a long history in the sport encourages and supports ultra runners of all abilities, curates a roster of volunteers that help each and every ultra runner to the best of their ability, gives back to the local community via nonprofit donations, trail work, et cetera, and understands the importance of maintaining the culture of the sport of ultra running by communicating with registered runners and a community in a transparent manner. So, you know, last episode, we talked a lot about the whole UTMB saga and all that. This is the opposite end of the spectrum, right? These are your community-oriented races that 
that really just you have a good time and they raise money. Um, you know, we mentioned Forget to PR. They raise money for Special Olympics, the, the Playing Possum group. Um, you know, just and this is this is the ultra running that, that, that we kind of came up in. Um, yeah. You know, it's the reason it's the reason most of us do ultra running. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I feel like this is the reason most people who do ultras, this is the reason why, like, it, this is what, like, you're like, yep, this is it. Uh, yeah, I, and, and, and like, I'm scrolling through this list and I'm like, I want to do it. I want to do it. Yeah. <laughs> I want to do it. I want to do it. Like I'm up to, I'm up to one, two, three, four, five, six, <laughs> seven, eight. Eight of them I want to do. Uh, one of them I have a DN, uh, a DNS on. Uh, one of them I was actually signed up for. And I, I had to take a DNS on because of injury. Uh, so I was actually signed up to do strolling gym one year. Oh, yeah? Uh, yeah, yeah. I started to do strolling gym one year and I just had some issues I had to kind of fight through. But um, that's, I, I a road, you, that's a road race. Well, I was getting ready for Old Dominion. I was trying oh, to like, yeah. well, yeah, this is perfect. Uh, yeah. I can tell you there's there's only one race on here that I'm like a hard no on. There's only one I'm a hard no on. And it's I, not I, I, I think I know it's one. Yeah, I mean like, like we've talked about it. Like there's only one I'm a very, very hard no on. Uh everything else though, and what's cool is like a couple of them are in your backyard. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like uh I don't know yeah. what is it, my walk? Me walk is in your back, you know, that's right in your backyard. Headlands. Yep. I mean, this is shit. this is the Tamalpa 50k that I was just talking about. That Ultra Running Magazine uh, took it over. Yeah, yeah. That Jeffrey Stern is the race director. That's it. And That's like, the one. And like, I don't know. Like, I, I've probably ran some of both those uh, trails already with you. So mm-hmm. both of those and like JFK yep. 50, I mean, that'd be super dope just to say, like, that's the oldest 50, or I'm sorry, that's the oldest Ultra in the US, I believe. It'd be cool to say that. You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, yeah, that is that, so, that draws a lot of uh big names every year. Big names, yeah. So Hurt 100 is the race that Johnny is not is it's a hard, hard no on. That thing is just like, listen, man. Between <laughs> roots and humidity, it's just a hard no. Uh, but what's yeah. funny is like earlier we were talking about the the winning time and like how fast the guy was that ran Mountain uh, Mountain Mist, which is one of the which is one of the races on this race, uh, on this list of old school races. Yeah. But now that I hear like, oh yeah, it's super, super hilly. And like, you gotta like climb up shit like a ladder. I'm like, do I want to run that? You know, I like me some trail stuff, but I don't like, Yeah. there's a level of it. Pete Griggs loves that kind of shit. Pete Griggs loves that kind of stuff. That kind of stuff. So yeah, Pete. Uh, yeah, he's a beast. He's a beast. He's he. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's he's like our age, right, Pete? He's older. Older. So he's, he's like older. he's he's showing us up. I'm like, yeah, my old age. Uh, you know, I, I, yeah. I don't like the the super technical stuff, but he's like, bring it up. <laughs> I mean, so I really wish. I, uh, uh, um. It was down since night. Feral Hog, I believe, was the race that he used to do every year. Like it was his race. Like he did it every single year. He went down and did it year in and year out. 
Uh, and the race director who ran it, uh, from what Pete tells me, was she was just phenomenal. She was super cool. And that race is kind of falling to the wayside. I think she moved or something like that. But every single year, Pete was like, dude, this race. He's like, there are, there is just like st- miles of stretch that are just like ankle deep mud. That's oh, just man. ridiculous. Uh, so, yeah, don't ever let him pull you. I mean, uh, old Quiet at Pete just also did a a race down around Mount Mitchell uh, uh, over oh, the weekend. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, like, he's out there doing studly shit. He just, well, yeah, he likes that he, technical stuff. And he's training for something super extreme yeah, yeah, that we will, yeah, we will talk about. In we will future, get there. In future episodes. Um, That's quite that, a tease, folks. Yeah, yeah. To to be to be uh, announced and talked about at a later date. Uh, so yeah, so this list uh, we've touched on a lot of them. Hurt 100s on the list. Mountain Mist we've talked about. Chuck Nut 50K. Chuck Nut is in Bellingham, Washington, and this is I believe put on by Rain Shadow. Is it? Uh, maybe not. Pacific. Yeah, Pacific yeah. Maldi Sports. Okay, yeah, Pacific Maldi Sports. But anyways, that is one that, that you hear about all the time, Chuck and Nut. Uh, Diaz Vista in British Columbia. I'm not really familiar with that one. Yeah, uh, but, yeah I didn't know that one. But I will say this, though. The races I do know about in British Columbia are tough. Um. Sterling Jim 40, we talked about that one. It's a road race in Tennessee put on by, well, started by Laz. I don't think he. I don't know if he still does or not. Yeah. I think he might still be involved somehow, but. um, I'm sure. Yeah. But somebody else I think is the race director. And then Miwok 100K, you're right. That is in my backyard here. And you have been on on some of those trails Mm -hmm. already. And uh, that's a pretty strict cutoff, though. I think. 15 and a half hours, I think, for 100K. <laughs> and, and in your backyard, like, 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 oh, man. I think, what, 11,000 feet of climb, I think. So, I mean, I mean, I may say something uber stupid. That's only a thousand more than what Muck was. So, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, it's, yeah. There's that. So, um, it, the Marin trails are generally kind of faster, I guess, because you get some nice downhills, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cascade Crest, that's why I crewed ROM at Cascade Crest mm-hmm. in 2021. Yeah, 2021. Um, that's a tough race. That's a really tough race. It's a hard rock qualifier, but it's been around for a while. It's traditionally a loop course but they've had to do some changes in the last couple of years because of fires and things like that so uh tamalpa headlands 50k we talked about that one already that's the one that's over here in marin jfk 50 super old school like johnny said america's oldest ultra marathon that's late season 50 miler yeah, it's it's like all the way in November. If you want an idea, by the way, just for everybody, if you want an idea of how old school JFK 50 Miler is, go to the website. 
Like their website is like, it's old school. Like it is, it's something to behold. It is. Something yeah. Else. Yeah. And I don't know it off the top of my head, but there is an interesting story about how that race became or got started. It was something about a group that uh, John F. Kennedy was, uh, I think it was a military group or something. They were, they were going to go out and walk 50 miles or something. Yeah, it has something to do with, yeah, it's like all the way back in 63 or something like that. Uh, it, uh, it had something to do with Kennedy trying to bring like fitness back to the U.S. or something like that. It's like uh, I'm kind of quickly remembering uh, it, it's something along those lines. Yeah, but that's that's what it was. It is it is a super interesting race. Yeah, so it's always it's always a fun one to follow and finally pine mountain trail run it says established in 1980 this is in pine mountain georgia um so it's been around for a long time um, mm -hmm. i'm not familiar with pine mountain but uh, i don't even know what the distance is <laughs> There's a 19-miler and a 40-miler. That's kind of an interesting difference, right? 19 yeah. and 40? Yeah. I don't I know mean, what, how that came about. But. Yeah. All right. But I'll tell you what. That thing, Pine Mountain, that thing's got some... Uh, you, are, you are not cruising at any point on that race. No. Like it's uh, a it's, lot of ups up, and downs. It's on the YouTube channel right now. It is up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down. Like you are not, like you are not catching your breath at all in that thing. Trail surface is very rocky in spots, often leaf covered, uh, uneven surfaces. Um, you will likely smash your toes into sharp rocks repeatedly. <laughs> uh, most likely, you will fall a few times. Rolling hills, no major climbs, plenty of smaller hills, long gradual climbs, rarely flat. Elevation profile not available for the race course. Uh, yeah, okay. So, cool. All right. I think uh, we're going to move on. Oh, <clears throat> so I want to start maybe since we're starting to get into the, to the season more and more, just start kind of. Uh, saying what races are going to come up this this coming weekend. And for everybody listening, Ultra Running Magazine's website is a, a treasure trove of ultra information for races. They have the best race calendar out there where, I mean, they you can search by map. You can search, you can limit your search to, to month and area and, and miles races um you can do past events and future you know and current event i mean it's just it is incredible so if you're ever looking for an ultra in your area and you want to know what's available out there i highly recommend going to the calendar on ultra running magazine's website it's it's phenomenal but races we have coming up white rock in arkansas uari in north carolina i've Heard of that one before. Seems to be pretty famous. Uh, that's a 40-miler. 
And then Rocky Raccoon, another very well-known race in Texas, the 100K and 100 milers this weekend. Golden Gate, which is in the headlands all right over here in my backyard. Uh, the winter version of that is 50K. So it starts and ends in Rodeo Beach. Uh, John Dick Memorial 50K, Railway Marathon and Half Marathon, Bootleg Boogie in Nevada, Last Wolf, North Carolina, Mount Omino mm -hmm. in uh, mm -hmm. San Jose, 50K. I uh, I needed a good training run for Muck, and I literally just signed up for this yesterday, Mount Omino. So be running that on Saturday. That's down in the South Bay. We'll get some. Um, we'll get some live on course. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll try to make some room on my phone so I can take take a little video and share next next. Episode. Just go live. Just go live on Instagram. You know. Yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. Have if a there's day cell out there service. Yeah. Uh, Frozen Falls in Tennessee. That's a 50k and a 50 mile. Jed Smith in Sacramento. 50k, 50 mile. Q50 Races Trail Extravaganza, Louisiana Ultra Ultra Fjord. Like Man, there are so many races coming up. I know. It's the, I mean, it's crazy to see Louisville. Like, there's a Louisville race right there. Yes. Uh, and this race has been going on for a while, Love in the Hills. Um, yeah. I remember having my eye on that back in the, when I was first getting into ultras. Yeah. Uh, it's in February. Looks like from the picture there's some snow there. Yeah. Um, but Louisville Hard. is a cool area. Hilly, it's a cool, yeah. cool little town. Yeah. Jessica has some relatives there, and we've been there a few times to visit. So, and then there's some races on Sunday. Uh, Devil Shadow 50K in New York, uh, Fremont, California, which is in the Bay Area, Giro de Fremont, and one up in Whitehorse, Yukon uh, mm -hmm. Territory. A 300 mm -hmm. mile and a 430 mile mm -hmm. that I looked it up. It goes on like this uh, dog sled race uh, course and uh, Donna 110 ultra marathon, 110 miles in Florida, of course, this time of year. Yeah. And rut rogue for 50 K in South Carolina. So these races are all coming up this weekend. We'll go over the results of some of them uh, on the next episode i'm kind of curious who's all running it if, if we got any listeners running any of those so yeah if you're running it you know if you, if you if you listen to this uh you know tomorrow well thursday or saturday sunday or you know going into the race if you're running it of them hit us up let us know how you did send some pictures or whatever yeah let us know if uh, also if you're doing a race that we didn't mention that yeah. maybe that that wasn't in here so um, all right, <clears throat> so we reached out to Eric Durrett, just uh, fascinating. The, the data awards winner for most tenacious from, from ultra most, sign up that we had talked about in the last episode. Yeah, um, most tenacious, aka most DNFs. Like, I they, it was just a fascinating kind of thing for me. So, uh, yeah, like Jamie said, reached out to him, kind of. I, I was just, I was generally curious, like like hey, like were these were these DNFs kind of on purpose? Like were they part of a training plan? Like 
did you kind of know that you're thinking, like this is a goal? Uh, and and the reality of the matter was, he's like, no. He's like, it's like none of them were on purpose. He's like, I I just I I I enjoy ultra running for like the challenge of it. He's like, I I set up for, and and he's not wrong, right? Like if you look at his. If you look at his races on Ultra Sign Up, like the dude is towing the line at some like gnarly races, and he's finished, you know, a fair amount of Velocity. So it was really cool. We had a little chit chat back and forth on Instagram. Really kind of interesting, you know, just kind of hearing his side of the story and hearing not his side of the story, but you know, I'm like I kind of hearing what what was going on, all that kind of stuff. But yeah, uh, really cool, really cool. Like just he, yeah, he's like no, he's like I'm I'm human. You know, so like you go out there and hot or humid or like whatever, like just or just that day, you know, think, kind of up comes I think up we lost you. lost you, Johnny. Um, uh, all right. So um, while we're waiting for Johnny to pop back in, you oh, there you are. Yeah, I lost you for a minute. Um, all right. So yeah, we just wanted to to tell. Eric's story and set set the record straight. So, yeah, it was cool. It was really cool. All right. Uh, one article I read recently that I kind of wanted to just uh, just talk about that's out there uh, is about Luis Escobar, and Luis is uh, he's a, a staple in the ultra running communities. He does uh, pictures at Western States. He was featured in the book Born to Run. He was the one that actually was down in the Copper Canyons the year that the book, uh, those guys went down to do the race from the book Born to Run. And he captured this iconic picture of of Scott Jurek and Arnolfo, uh, the, the Taramara, uh, running shoulder to shoulder. Uh, so yeah, pretty legendary. Pretty legendary uh, picture, but it's a really interesting article. It's in the American Trail Running Association. I, I'll put a link to it in the show notes, but it's it's worth a read. It talks about why trail race media needs more cooperation because there's there's so much uh, there's a lot of media involved now, and and they need more more coordination. Um, and take there's different types of people taking pictures and uh you know different needs and um yeah so it's just it's a really interesting article and it kind of talks about Luis. he's he's really a, a staple in the sport um so i would encourage everybody to, to go check this out and he also has a bit in there about how to hire professional photographers for trail races and who owns the images and I will say that, like, if there is a photographer taking images at, at a race, um, don't steal them. <laughs> I mean, these guys and girls that are doing these pictures in these races, they're not, they're not making a ton of money. You know, they're, um, they're doing it for the love of what they do. So support them. Don't steal, don't steal their, their pictures. Um, but yeah, and he talks a little bit about the future of trail running photography and that as well. So a cool article. I, I encourage everybody to to check it out. For what it's also worth, he is a really, really nice 
nice dude, super humble, mm-hmm. really nice dude. Uh, I, there's no way on God's green earth, zero chance, negative a billion percent chance he even knew about this. Like he, there's no way he knew he, why would he have, uh, but he and I actually leapfrogged each other for a little while, uh, in Tahoe 200. Oh, really? And actually like, like, uh, we had like minimal interactions. Uh, and at this point I think we, uh, I think can't remember, but someone like, like, but we were actually talking back and forth and like for the while we were bouncing back and forth and chit chatting, Guess who his pacer was? Who? Uh, Scott Jer- uh Is it Jenny? Is 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 uh, is Scott's Jenny, wife named Jenny? It is. Jenny Jerk was his pacer. No uh, way. While, while, while we're bouncing back and forth, and this is super cool. The my the folks who are crewing and pacing me, Mark Carroll and uh, uh, Mark Carroll. Um, um, oh, Shisu. Um, I just drew a blank on. <laughs> Anywho, uh, oh my God, one of my best friends, his name is just really like on me. Huh? No. Chad? Oh, Chad was no. in the hospital. Well, Chad, yeah, Chad was for a little while, was with me until he uh, uh, tried to go visit Jesus. Um, I'm trying to think who else was with you. Oh my there. God, like I am, like this is so frustrating. Anywho, they were <laughs> actually talking. They were actually talking with Scott at aid stations. No way. Yeah. And um, that's cool. Uh, my my alternating back and forth with uh with Luis ended when Scott became his pacer. It's Scott's like, yeah, we're done with this nice stuff. And like hammered him. And like they like holy crap exponentially picked up the pace uh and, and finished. So uh but anywho, all that ex- extraordinarily nice guy. Extraordinary he was also really in a hurt locker. Uh, when we were running uh, one another, so I'm sure it helped me. Keith Flint. Keith oh, yeah. Flint. Okay. Good God. That's embarrassing. I couldn't think. Old, I'm getting old, man. Forgive so, him, Keith. Forgive him yeah, if you're listening. If for, no, if for no other reason uh, to read this article, to care about, uh, on top of him being an extremely talented person, he is unbelievably nice, unbelievably kind, super humble, great artist. Give it a read. Check it out. It's super cool. Yeah, uh, that's that's an awesome story. I, I didn't I didn't hear that before. So. Yeah. Cool. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. Um. All right. And for those of you that are ultra running uh, YouTube video aficionados or fans like myself, there are a few new videos that were just recently released. Uh, one is by Jeff Peltier who is from uh, the Vancouver, Canada area. And he's maybe my favorite uh, ultra running, trail running uh, videographer. He documents these races really well. Uh, so if you ever wonder what it's like to run UTMB or Tour de Jeans or any of these races that are just <laughs> very hard or far-fetched <laughs> to, to kind of think about doing if you ever want to wonder what it's like and get good footage from out on the course i highly encourage you to watch his videos uh but he just released his full-length video an hour and 13 minute video on the bob graham round when he did it this last summer so uh definitely bob graham round is very intriguing to me and uh, you can just see by this shot how cool that 
looks. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, so he released that video this week. And then we have uh, Bill Yang released um, a video documenting a six-day six day trip around uh, Mount Blanc. Um, so another good one to check out. Uh, and full disclosure, I haven't watched either one of these yet, but... Um, <laughs> Something I'm, suck, don't come for us. Yeah, I'm hoping to uh, have a lazy day on, on Sunday maybe and, uh, and yeah. watch these. Well, I'm Good recovery activity. From yeah. Mount Omanum. Omanum. Great name. <laughs> it's, it's a unique place. Uh, one last, second to last thing I want to talk about is um, this. I came across this on American Trail Running Association's website. They're actually, for any of our, of our friends out there who, or any of our listeners or viewers who are, race directors or maybe aspiring race directors, there is a free webinar series being put on. Um, American Trail Running Association is partnering, um, or the Partner U.S. Trail Running Conference. Uh, The U.S. Trail Running Conference organizers are announcing that the webinar series is returning in 2024. So they had it in 2023. This is free and it runs from February through September with nine sessions. It's a race directing masterclass. So I am sure they're going to have great guests. Um, Alex Ross is the first guest. He's the director of digital marketing for the Denver Colfax Marathon. 20 years of experience marketing everything from events to product launches over the past eight years. Um, so he's he's got the, the multimedia marketing aspect of it so i imagine they're gonna you know have different different aspects over the nine the nine webinars and it's free to sign up so uh, i'll put the link in the the show notes if, if any of you out there are listening or are interested in in joining this webinar series i just thought it's kind of cool that they're putting it on for free so yeah super i mean free right it's like the best price ever yeah no doubt no doubt and finally, today we're going to leave you with an incredible feat. Um, this person ran the Berlin Marathon with a pineapple on his head. All right. So here he is. How does, how does one even do that? <laughs> Look at him balancing that pineapple on his head. I mean, yeah. the form is the form is pretty impressive, right? Like chin off your chest. You know what I mean? Like, like chin off your chest, head, head up, eyes looking forward, right? Like, hips and everything underneath your shoulders. Like, the form is phenomenal. I mean, like, I, I'd be willing to bet that dude never has injuries. I, well, yeah. Like, my question is, though, does he have a straw? Like, how does he drink without tilting? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, what what is kind of crazy is look like he's. I mean, he's running like these are obviously different races. No, I is think it, it's. I think it's just or... different. Is is it different spots on the course? I don't know. I'm trying yeah. to see if it's well because it's I the Berlin until, Marathon, so I think it's the cause same. Because the one like the one picture he has a long sleeve shirt on. Oh. So how do we take the long sleeve shirt off? Oh yeah. There, right there, there. You're right. Right. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Could be. Could be different races. I don't I feel like he I feel like he had to stop to take oh wait, no, these are Oh, it says here saw this man at Valencia's marathon last year with a pineapple too coat. <laughs> so this is this is like a ray like this is a thing. Oh yep, he did the same thing at New York City Marathon. Okay, so obviously this guy is a he loves running with a pineapple on his head. Um he I mean, does it he does it all over the place. I mean, what's the thing about the pineapple in your shopping cart at, at, at Kroger's. Well, I think there's something about hanging a pineapple on your, uh-huh. or a pineapple sign or hanging a pineapple yeah. on your door. Or I'm just saying like, maybe this dude is like, he's like, Hey, listen, he's really just, into it. Just in case anyone on this whole marathon course needs to know how I get down. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Too we funny. Go. Too funny. All right. Well, I think that's where we're gonna leave off with the with the pineapple head marathon. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. Uh, all right. So next weekend, I think we're gonna maybe do a little or next next week's episode. I mean, we're gonna do a little uh, Black Canyon hundred K preview. Uh, Looks like it's shaping up to be a very interesting and competitive race this year for the the first golden ticket race of 2024. Uh, I mean, there was a golden ticket race in 2023 for 2024, but this is the first one this year. So, um, so yeah, we might you can look look forward to that. And uh, yeah, do you have anything else, Johnny? I don't. I don't. I do. I do want to make sure everyone recognizes to definitely tune in next week because we are going, like he said, we're going to talk about Black Canyon and it is listen, I have been in ultra running for a really long time. I will fully admit I'm not usually one to like watch races and like really like, oh, like, well, follow along. I will for Western States or, you know, or something like that. But this year's, this year's Black Canyon it's it's gonna it's gonna be a must watch like it i and like we are we're going we're going to talk about some things and and we might be making some predictions so it is it is it is one to tune into check out uh it's gonna be a good one and we're 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 gonna call some shots yeah looking forward to it and uh i'm also looking forward to to following the live stream so yeah um, yeah, with all that being said, uh, if, if you are, if you are happening to tune in, um, make sure, make sure that give us a, a like if, if you enjoy it. Uh, if you're still here at this point, I, <laughs> I would hope you are enjoying it. But, um, you're just a masochist. If you're, if you're listening on a, a podcast platform, uh, please give us a rating, uh, Unless you're going to give us a bad rating, then don't don't worry. <laughs> just keep going. Just keep scrolling. Yeah, uh, but yeah, like, subscribe, rate us, uh, leave some comments. Um, I'm going to even put our email address into the show notes. So if you want to email us with anything that you want us to talk about, or or uh, or you know some changes maybe that you would like to see in the show or anything like that. We're, we're definitely open to suggestions. We're want it to be a community based show. So uh, let us know, let us know what your feedback is. So. Cool. 
All right. Awesome. Well, all right. Till next time. And uh, see y'all later. Yeah, I'll go ahead and, and take us out.